Welcome back to the Popular Demand Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. And with me today, I have my co-host, Core. What's up, Core? I've been good. I've been good. How you been? I've been great, fam. And this is our Popular Demand Review. And we are reviewing The Wizard by Future today. Uh, All Hail King Future. All Hail King Future. This is Future's newest project, his newest album. Uh, since his last album, which was what's the last album he deemed an album? I guess we're gonna count Hendrix. Hendrix. Since Hendrix, we're not gonna count those two albums that came out last year. Yeah, yeah, Beast Mode two don't count, and uh, Word on Shaft was a movie. Yeah, Word on Drugs. You don't. Yeah. Well, okay. uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. What was yeah. it? Never heard of facts. It. But so this is Future's newest project, and I want to say. After hearing this album core, I'm kind of reminded of what makes Future so great. And there we go. Yes. After hearing, it's been a while since I've listened to Hendrix. It's been a while since I've listened to Future, the album. So the last thing I remember, like, last thing that's fresh in my brain is Beast Mode 2. And when I was listening to Beast Mode 2, I remember telling you that these songs just weren't clicking. I, like the, you know, one through six was not clicking. The only song that resonated with me was "Hate the Real Me," and I said, "This is this is like this is what we need. That's big heat. It's big heat. Like that's what we needed." I couldn't put my finger on what separated that track from the rest. But after hearing the introduction to the Wizard, which was um, "Never Stop," the very first song, it, it yeah. became apparent of what makes Future so great is when he bears his soul to everyone. When he's singing, the using world. a melodic tone, a little dash or auto tune mix in there. That's when you get the best future. And future comes in this, comes into this project from the get go, ready to tell the world who he is and what he his story, yeah, his story, what he's about. You know, in the opening track, he's he's talking about bringing tears to my eyes, and he's just singing it. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, future. I feel this. Like it ain't just the misogyny that future bring. He bring it all the time. That's what future opens. Of course, when he opens up is real with us. That's the best future. I just felt. I don't know. Every time Future says something, I felt that. Even though I don't do half the stuff Future, not even though I don't do a quarter of the stuff Future did. The way he fraction, the way he delivered the subject matter to us, the way he made it sound so heartfelt, is what really moved me listening to this album. I say, not only that, you know. So you know, it's this typical jargon he's talking about. You know, women. Tossing to the side. So many issues. Yeah, needing women in his life, needing drugs in his life. Not needing drugs in his life. You know, wanting to be a drug lord, but then the price. Women using him because he off the drugs, taking advantage of him. I was surprised he said that. I, I'm very surprised he said that too. But I'll say one of my favorite future moments on here is probably on Crazy But True when he pretty much makes his declaration as the, you know, that nigga in rap, you know, like the king of rap, you know. Your socks, rings, lean, and your ad libs, you owe them all to me. He said, uh, he was saying, I ghost writ, you know, I ghost writ a lot of y'all stuff. I was like, damn, future talk your shit, my nigga. Like, damn. Like, I, I like, I love, teach these I love that energy from rappers. Even if you're not that great of a rapper, I like the energy. If you feel that you're the best and you declare it and you try to prove that you're the best, I've shout out to future for that. I do, I respect that to the utmost. And I agree with him too. A lot of the guys do. 
had to pay a lot of respects to Future. But what about you, Corey? Like, how did you feel about the album? I loved it. I'm gonna say this: I ain't been. I feel like even though even though you know I love Hendrix, I feel like this is the spiritual successor to Dirty Sprite Two. I feel like Dirty Sprite yes. Two was like it was the perfect mixture of is hits but it's not radio hits and it's bangers but it's not but it's not too underground it's the perfect mix of both to so the hardcore fans and the mainstream fans can enjoy the project at the same time and he's still being introspective with it it's really hard for any artist to do and i think i'm you know i'm gonna say that i think future is the best at this uh, i 100 agree and i'll say this that's that's another prime reason why i didn't like beast mode 2 compared to this the first six songs like dodo and um was it red lights and um yeah. i feel like those songs are just him attempting to make a hit it wasn't so much he didn't he wasn't really putting so much thought into what he was saying or even sharing or what an idea or thought he was trying to convey but like mm-hmm. but here on this project it doesn't feel like he's so much trying to make a hit but it turns into a he just going it turns it. into a hit anyway because of just how great the song sounds because even if you look at a project like Evolve, it was like after he dropped Dirty Sprite 2 and the whole world loved it, he said, oh, okay, I can do this again. And it didn't feel as real. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the best way. It didn't feel as real. It didn't feel as concise. And it just felt super rich. Whereas a project like this, I mean, because like even, even when we reviewed um, uh, Beast Mode 2, our whole thing was, we know he taking his time with an album. We know he crafted something that's going to be great. We know he coming through yeah. with a strong project. And it's go and you know it is it's, it's gonna be what we've been asking for, and this is it. Facts. Well, some of the be- Michael Jackson voice. Facts. Well, some of the better songs on here being uh no, no jumping off jumping on and off a of jet, um temptation crushed up. Yeah, I look crushed up sounded so much better around the other production on the album. Like it just yeah. it just temptation goes so hard. Shout out shout out Take Keith. I've been hard on Take Keith saying that he can't make more than one beat. He made two beats on here, and, wow. and both of them sounded. He made two beats on here, and they both sounded completely, they different. sounded completely different from each other. They sounded completely different from anything he has done before. It's ooh, it's the t- the production of Temptation just ma- it just fits Future's wait, melodic style wait. so well. Can we talk about how hard the beat for Crystal go? Okay, I'm gonna say this because when Crystal drop is a single. I didn't listen to it because I remember like all y'all. I remember all y'all was just kind of debating over whether it was good or not. You, you know me. My whole thing is I gotta wait till the album comes yeah. out. I don't want to hear this song until I hear. I'm glad I waited to hear yeah. it. But the beat, ah man, it like I don't even know what that little sample is. Like it, it, it reminded me of the, like the little the little corner was on there. I don't know what it sounded like. Yeah. It reminded me of SpongeBob. I don't know why. Yeah. It, it like that whole beat, man. It's kind. It's, it's that. It's that that sound you describe it, it's like I understand what you're saying. It's very intriguing, and that's kind of what makes the. It's not eerie. It just adds. It has a certain effect on the yeah. song. I can't really put my put it into words. I'm gonna put it this way: if somebody was getting killed on American Horror Story Freak Show, that sound should be in the background. Yes, I can totally see that. But apart, like I said, apart from. Uh, the content on here didn't really change. And a lot of people felt that was a problem with Future, like, you know, being repetitive and stuff. But I've kind of compared Future to Pusha T. In my favorite, yeah. I compared him to yeah. a basketball... If I was comparing him to a basketball player, he makes me think of Lou Will, like a scorer like Lou Will, who finds a bunch of different ways to get his point across or, you know, or to score a basket. Future, 
he never settles into a groove on any of these songs, especially in the beginning. Well, towards the end, he kind of does. Yeah. At the beginning, he's changing flows and cadences mid-song. Constantly. Where he'll, where he'll hit a note and hold it, like flows, and he and he'd go back to rapping normally, and then like the hook will come in, he'll change, like he just he'll go from melodic to straight rapping to a mix of both of the sing song where he's rapping and he just holds out the note on the end of every line, like it keeps it keeps it keeps any song from feeling old, repetitive. Even though he might be talking about this around the same topics from song yeah. to song, it feels fresh because he's switching up his delivery on every single song. Right. And even the beats, a lot of beats weren't static either, like on FNE and how they were. It's like they were changing and adding sounds as the song went and kind of as it progressed, you know, keeping up with yeah as it progressed and was matching future as he switched flows and progressed. Oh, okay, wait, and, and back to that Louis comment. I remember people say, well, Future is a volume score of music. He may be that to some people, but he's a seasoned vet now. And hearing him switch up on all these different songs, he bringing out old flows from like 2012. He coming through with the new flows. He got beat switches. Like, this is him showing us not only does he have a complete set, he adding on to the even at this like even at the point of his career where if he wanted to he could be stagnant and he could just make hits that, if he wanted to. Yeah, because the thing is he could put songs out like Beast Mode too because those songs on Beast Mode two weren't bad. Yeah, he people like pump them. those songs out. Yeah, people, he could just pump those out and they will work. But that's not that's not the best of Future. Future isn't really a volume score. He's more of a score. Yes, he's just a certified score who just Giant knows Harden. how to get to his spots. He knows how to get to his spots and get his point across. James yeah, Harden. like a James Harden. Yeah, James Harden. He deserved more MVPs than he got. Shout out to Crazy, but it's true. Uh, <laughs> but the downsides of this album is, I want to say it's the length. I'll say this. I'll commit, before I get into it, I'll commit future because this project has almost no, has no, almost no features on it. That's fast. And it doesn't, and it doesn't feel like I'm tired of hearing this nigga. Never got it doesn't really get to that point. And I really don't. And well, for me, towards the end of the project, I want to say it was around. Now, every time I listen to this project, I want to say it's around serving Killing Cam from like track 13 and down. Yeah. I start to kind of like zone out. Wait. The project. I'm so, you ain't like Unicorn Perfect no more. I'm be honest with you. Face track. I was, every time this. That's, I'm over the way. I like no, that, that's my favorite part no, of the album no. when he get down there. I, I'm tell you what. I love face shot. Ain't coming back. Tricks on me. I love those ah, three yeah, songs. Tricks on, yeah, tricks on me do come. They do come now. Hard. Unicorn perp. I do not really like it. I I'm not that crazy about it. To me, it's, it's, it has a, it left a lot on the table. I personally, every time you hear that song, I feel like I miss Gun Apart. Ah, okay, 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 okay. You know, you know what's funny. The first time I heard it. I was like, wait, I thought it was the third person. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of had to go back. He, he, okay, you know what? He had his knob moment. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, <laughs> like, he, like he is he is so non-existent. He was there, but he was the kind of silent. Yes, like I don't even realize he's there. So to me, that's you know, a wasted feature. And Young Thug, he cool on there, but it wasn't nothing like spectacular. Same with Future. Future didn't really do anything spectacular. Production was really the drip, though. You got to give him that credit. And he, he always going to do that. Never uh, get the drill. Every time we go, we going dummy. I was like, hey, go, hey the yeah, beef yeah. for that go hard too. The beef for going dummy yeah, go hard does. too. That whole I song really, go hard. You know, 
I wasn't really crazy about his approach on there with his delivery, you know, the singing. Um, in that instance, I wasn't really crazy about it. Uh, first off, Travis Scott is. I saw somebody on Twitter say one of Travis Scott's problems was one of Travis one of the problems with Travis Scott features is it always end up sounding like a Travis Scott song by the end of it. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's probably my problem. And that's probably that was my problem with um, first off. But you know, serving kill him, cram crazy but true. I thought all them songs. You know, like I said, I don't think none of these are really bad songs. It's just that. When I'm listening, I kind of lose focus because they aren't as sharp as the other songs. And I've, I'm instantly brought back when Face Shot comes. Pause. <laughs> when Face Shot comes on. <laughs> I ain't even think about that. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, it brings me, it, bring, it catches my attention and I'm instantly drawn back into future. With, it just seems like, you know, it's like you take yeah. a breather on like them couple songs in between. Like I said, they aren't bad, but if they weren't there, like if I say, if Crazy But True, if it's if we skipped all the way there from there to face shot the income back tricks on me, I said it's a perfect album. I'm gonna say it is. But that's I give future a lot of credit because you know that one of my biggest wishes for 2019 was no more 20 song albums. Future said, nah, yeah, you'll get this 20 song album and enjoy it. And I did. <laughs> Every song on yeah, here I, I enjoyed. And even though there were songs that I enjoyed but I didn't love, those songs complemented the songs that I love. And that is like that's that. not easy to do for twenty songs. Nothing felt too long. Nothing felt too short. Every track got straight to the point. Every track, like, like if like we just going down the list, you got a song that I'm, I'm over to like. If you just go down the list, he got a song that not. He got a song that's being introspective. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, you know, I'm gonna skip past that. Can we talk about some lines? Go ahead. She hopped on the gram and wrote a book. I felt it. I ain't even got IG, <laughs> but I felt it. Shoot it in the face, bitch. We hate thoughts. I felt it. The goddamn I felt core. it. Don't ask me why, but I felt it. Like he just like he just came. Like, is future at his best? When future come through with the wild quotables that you can't tweet, but you gonna say as many times as possible, you know he in his bag. Like Every single song is different from the last, but it gives you that same feeling that you enjoy. And I am always happy. I am always secure. I I feel like everything is right with the world when Future come together with a project like this. The only downside is probably going to be four years before we get another project like this. But this project going to last four years. We're going to get about five yeah. more. I'm going to say this. We're going to get about five they more, can. but it ain't going to be like this. Cause I'm over this way. When Future drop a project like this, he said, "All right, man. Now I'm about to get the mainstream fans what they want." But I salute this fake man. Okay, you know, it's another point I forgot about this project. Can we talk about Future being so legendary that he sampled his own songs? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's probably one of the funnier parts of this album because people always talk about how all the Future songs sound alike, and that nigga legitimately interpolated. Yes. Um. Uh, you know, I serve the bass. Um, shoot, I forgot the other song. Oh, uh, Slave Master. You know, you know, you know, he's interpolated. So, okay, okay, yeah. I couldn't. Slave okay, Master. I couldn't remember what that beat came from, but okay, okay, I knew it was from Darius Okay, it was, it was Slave Master. I know I'm crazy. Yeah, and I, and I thought it was well done because a lot of times, like I said, it's just it just amazes me how much Future can recycle and reuse things and make them feel brand, brand. new. I just I. 
I can't get past it, be honest with you. And I'm, a, and I'm one of the, you know, I hate repetitive, yeah. you know, flows, beats, or ideas and concepts. But Future, he... Hey, man. He makes it he work. for my prayers. I loved I Served the Bass. I was waiting for a sequel. He gave us a spiritual successor. And they even go harder, which is hard to do. I almost exploded when I heard this song. When I heard the beat come on, I already knew. I already knew it was about to be different. Let me see. God bless future. But I think I think we gushed enough about this album. I I don't think you really have I don't really think you have anything negative to say about it. I, the only I really, thing, like I said, I the only downside. Only thing about the album is everything was everything was smooth. Crazy but true was like the only song that threw it ain't even a bad song. It just threw me off just a little bit. It's crazy. It's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, mean, I kind of get why. I was like, it's hilarious way. though, but it, it just threw me off. But the album, like, thank you, Future. Thank you, Nevadius. I would never question your judgment again. I would never speak blasphemy upon I, your name. I understand. I have to say the same. But like I said, the only downside to me was I feel like it was a little too long. I wasn't really crazy about the features. While I thought some of these songs, I thought like all these songs were really, really, I thought these songs were good. The peaks. The peaks. I ain't like they were, you know, the peaks weren't, you know, they weren't high as they could. Well, let me say this. A couple peaks were really high. I will say that. I, I can't. I'm trying to. I think I'm, I guess I'm trying to find something bad to say about it, but I really can't say anything bad yeah. about it. Uh, I would say about the lyrical performance. You know, it wasn't nothing outstanding, but that's not what you come to future. Like, he was snapping on a couple of tracks, though. Again, well, I will have to give this project an 8.5. There we go. I was going to see an 8, but then I, I heard Face in the back of my mind 8.5 as well, Chief. All right. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Popular Demand Podcast. Tune in next, well, not next week for another review of one of your favorite podcasts. Tune in next time we yeah. do this. Stream face. Or tune in next Monday when we wait for the next episode of the podcast because best believe it's going to be hilarious. All right. Good night. <laughs>